Airlines are giving us earnings next week. But the airlines so far looking pretty decent, taking part in the rally. Let's bring a Jim Cordor joining us from SimilarWeb, Senior Insights Manager. Jim, good to see you on a Friday. Great to see you too, Oliver. All right, cruise lines next week. Let's start looking ahead, and then I want to get a thought here on the airlines too. But what should we be looking for from the boats when we get back next week to finish off some earnings? Yeah, similar web data is showing that cruise lines remains one of the hottest sectors in travel right now. Um, they they were one of the latest to return to uh, post-pandemic recovery, and that recovery has remained red hot. So they're seeing strong uh, demand as, as uh, evidenced by web traffic, which is above pre-pandemic levels, and conversions, which is a percentage of people who visit websites that actually make a sale. So bookings are up sharply. They've about doubled over the past three years. Wow. So uh, when will this uh, turn into the stock price falling? I mean, if the bookings are that good, uh, is it just more costly? Uh, inflation hurting them? Uh, pandemic uh, procedures hurting them or what? Yeah, certainly their their costs have risen and their, their utilization has been down. So it's been rising steadily. I think it's really encouraging that we had the news that the, the new uh, Royal Caribbean ship, uh, the largest one ever made, is uh, fully booked up. And that uh, seems to be filtering down into their other ships as well. Once people can't book there anymore, they're just booking with the other Royal Caribbean ships. So that's good news for the industry. Are we going to see any uh, consolidation among the, uh, on, among the ships, uh, Jim? Because, I mean, it seems like right now, uh, they're they're not thinking about that. They are building a bunch of them. We were just talking about the uh, the new Royal one last week, uh, I believe it was, right? Or maybe it's the Carnival. They've got some crazy new ship. It's like insane. It was crashing my computer when we were loading it. Yeah, I mean, right now they are in uh, investment mode, uh, which is really surprising considering the amount of debt they had to take on over the past three years to survive their pandemic. So there are some vulnerability throughout the industry. So if we do not see the recovery that, that we see, if it, if, doesn't, if it doesn't last, we could see some uh, consolidation in the industry, either by bankruptcy or by merger. But right now, uh, things, seem to, th things seem to be pretty good for the industry with a strong demand. And uh, you know, what, what we have is maybe a second wave season. Wave season, it happens from January to March every year where people start to book early. It seems like there might be another spike this time around. So uh, it looks pretty good right now for cruises. The icon of the seas, that's the one I was thinking of from yes. uh, Royal Caribbean. It's like a billion dollar ship, uh, pretty nuts. Uh, okay, so uh, people haven't totally shied away. Uh, they're not scared of going on cruises even after everything that happened. Uh, what about airlines? Uh, we've already got those numbers and it seems like it's enough to keep the stocks going. Uh, you know, they're lagging the market today, but at least they're higher. And uh, Southwest gave us some figures that were solid, but still depending on Boeing to deliver planes. Are they flying as many people that want to fly right now, or are they still limited in capacity and going to gouge us for price? Yeah, I think that the capacity constraints continue throughout the industry, both because of labor shortages and because of supply of, of plane shortages as well. And that's actually helping the industry maintain pricing power. I mean, if we looked at what JetBlue reported, you know, their unit revenues were sharply higher. And that was aided by the hurricane, actually, because they had to cut their capacity. That helped their pricing power for the quarter. That's happening for all the other airlines as well. Pricing is high. Planes are still very full. And similar web data shows that demand remains strong. Uh, we're certainly seeing a little bit of a seasonal decline in September and the first 15 months of 15 days of October. According to our data, bookings are, are down at about 6% in September and the first 15 days of October. That's uh, uh, in line with seasonal trends. So we're seeing a seasonal dip, but the numbers are above pre-pandemic levels. People are booking and planes are full. Okay. Uh, now, uh, in terms of favorites, 
Uh, where does it look like uh, uh, we are uh, uh, prioritizing in terms of uh, airline or, or brand? Which looks best if uh, we want to try and get exposure and uh, stock? Yeah, I, I, I'm not in the stock picking game anymore, but sure. if you look at some of data, Southwest has the best engagement metrics. They have the largest share of traffic uh, on the web. They also have the uh, best uh, engaged customers. They stay on their site the longest. They bounce off up much less. So their engagement is very strong. But if we look at trends in the industry, it does look like the reopening trend is helping international travel, helped by the exchange rate. People want to travel internationally to, to London, to Tokyo, where their dollar is getting them more. So that will benefit Delta. That will benefit United and American. All right. Thanks for the update, Jim. Always helpful. like to uh, get the numbers behind uh, the leadership and the trends. And it seems like it's all uh, pretty much going in the right direction here. Uh, so definitely encouraging. Uh, thanks, Jim Corder. Thanks, Oliver. Senior Insights Manager at Similar Web.